So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. everybody to this July 16th, 2013 edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields in the south, south in the jungle and north in what seems today the jungle, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? <laughs> hot and steamy? I'm hot and wet. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know how you feel. <laughs> But, you know, I've armed myself with several wiping, you know, towels to carry around because I need them. And, of course, there's poor Bob down at the road shack. He, he's got no hair, so he has to wipe his whole head. <clears throat> That's a lot of wiping. I haven't had to go that far yet. Um, thanks. I drip, which is good. Um, but it's warm. I'm, I'm going to, like, I'm going to say I'm... I'm a little astounded at my body's reaction to the heat because usually the heat's like, yeah, baby, let's go. That's when I'm at my best. But this last couple of days is just second. Mind you, I had the flu all weekend, so I don't know. Maybe that's a combination of my body's recovering and, and the heat's kind of sucked on the life out of that recovery time. So I don't know what's going on. You were, you were oh, already a little run down or a warm. little, you know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I remember when we were here in March, it was – it was warm down here in the jungle. It's actually warmer then, I think, than now, uh, because we didn't get the afternoon rains that we're getting now. And uh, and, and I was fine. and you were just like, I was like, oh, what this are you is awesome. About? Yeah, every time I said I something about the heat, she was just like, I love this. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hate yeah, you too. It's well, really weird no. for me. It's 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 been really weird for me to. Um, to not be functioning well because of heat. I don't, I'm not used to that. Not functioning well because of cold. Yeah, I mean, that's my life oh, story. Yeah. But for heat to for heat to affect me like this is, is really, really weird. But, you know, whatever. It does not compute. Yeah. I'll take it as it comes. Yeah. <laughs> take oh. it as it comes. It's, that, you know. I think we're all getting some of that. It's funny, we were talking a little ahead of the show, and tonight's guest said, I think everybody's getting it. I think it must be true because I remembered I posted on my wall today a, a, a little morning thing from the uh, Veronica Torres, and and it was about stressing on stuff and not you know going with the flow. And I'm was having a little of that because we had a sudden change in things. Not well, I discovered it like I don't know an hour ago, tops. And. Um, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, no, that, ah, this is messed up my whole plan. Yeah, what plan? Really? Plan? What? 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 And, uh, right, yeah. So we're all just having little lessons in going with the flow or something, you know. But did, yeah, because I had that happen today, too, where I was like, you know what? Everybody knows that listens to the show on a regular basis knows I'm working on I'm working on my art studio right now. I'm trying to get it ready. I'm trying to get it painted. I'm, you know, and um, today some stuff come up with the house that like needs attention now. I can't put it off, kind of thing. Um, and so that's going to set me back. Wow, what a weird saying is uh, set me back forward backwards forward time what um what? so i was really like I, I was really overwhelmed this afternoon to the point where and this is how silly we can be as human beings i'm so overwhelmed with all this stuff that i have to do what do i do i go lie down and take a nap because that'll yeah. get it done um right <laughs> yeah or like I was posting about being late for my flight and not maybe being able to make it on Facebook. And people were like, well, yeah, because this is going to help. <clears throat> exactly, right? So, I mean, sometimes you just have to take a minute, step back, and go, what am I doing? Um, but it, re- it really it made me think because I was like freaking out. So I had to not paint for a couple of days. Why does that? Why is that a big deal? Is there anything that needs and, to get done like right now today? No, just prioritize. Take take it as you can do it. You know what I mean? Like uh, right now today, the things that have to happen, my animals need to get fed, preferably my vegetables need to be watered, my kid needs to eat and I need to eat, right? That's right. and we got to do a radio. That's what show. has That's to happen. That's pretty much yeah. it in my life. Got to I got to give love and attention to people in my life like my husband and my daughter and those are priority things and then whatever comes after that it's whatever you got time for after that is kind of gravy gravy on the yeah. mashed potatoes you know well and it's um, like and and so go go yeah yeah go ahead. go ahead well i was just going to say it's kind of like me over here with this you know little rant that i did when we first got on the line cuz we weren't going to have a guest tomorrow night. Someone canceled, and now we do have a guest for tomorrow night. And I had planned all kind of stuff tomorrow, and I was not really going to be here when it was showtime because we didn't have a show. And and all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, oh my god, because I got to straighten out this, and I got to get this, and I got to find this house, and I got to do something about a car. And and I'm not thinking about the fact that you know, breathe. And I said, you know, gosh, I kind of need to find a place to live. And three opportunities in an hour just went poof, poof, poof. And then it was like, you know, I really need to do something about this car because rental cars are expensive. And and two opportunities went poof, poof, just out of thin air, just poof, poof. <clears throat> and not from expected avenues, just, you know, How's it going today? Oh, I'm kind of driving around seeing what about houses. Well, I got one for you. Actually, I got two. You know, and then somebody else. Hey, I got one for you. And well, so what? 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 <laughs> I'm stressing over what? And uh, just because you know all those people said those things, and you know, I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to go see all these. It. I need to remember that I had no idea. And I just opened my mouth, and there they were. 
So why wouldn't that be still true? Unless I freak out over it. Exactly. Right? Like it's not like they're going to go away. Um, and, and or that there won't be another one drop out of the sky. Tomorrow night's guest is is George scheduled. I had nothing to do right. with it, and Rick had nothing to do with it. It just happened. So it went poof like the opportunity. In light of that, yeah, it did, literally did. It oh oh okay, you know. And I mean, we always say we do this show um, guided by spirit. Well, if George wants Brian O'Neill to come on the air tomorrow night, then that's how it's going to be. Darn it. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I'm sure it's going to be a I'm freaking here. amazing show because, first of all, we love Brian. He's an amazing man. He's amazing. He does amazing work. He's got such an amazing spirit. And there's got to be something that we're meant to hear tomorrow. So maybe it's probably best for all of us for him to be on the air because George took care of that, and that's how it is. And who am I to argue with George? But the point is yeah, that I think. I think, well, we're all sitting around having these conversations two to three times a week about sometimes you just got to let spirit be your guide and you just got to slow down. You just got to take a minute to breathe. Well, Rick and I really need to start listening to our own advice. I'm just saying, sometimes it would behoove us to behave, so to speak. Yes. It's just stress yes. is no good for the soul, man. I'm telling you yeah. what, it's just no good for the soul. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I'll be damned if I'm going to allow my life as it is now to overwhelm me because I love my life. So that's just well, silliness. And I, well, I do you know, too. Rick, you're in I'm Costa Rica. At, I'm looking at the sunset over the Pacific in Costa Rica. And what? And, you know, one house yeah. is up in where they have zip lines and things, and the other house is 100 meters from the ocean. So, really? This is a stress. There's people in the world that would be, like, wanting to smack you, if you call that stress. Exactly. So, so how about we just switch it over to, holy shit, we are so freaking lucky, and invite our guest on to join us in a little moment of gratitude, because I don't know about you, but I'm lucky. I think I'm very blessed. I think I am. I know I'm very blessed. And... Well, there you go. Uh, also blessed to have folks like my sister, star sister Jane, and uh, tonight's guest, uh, because you know, twenty minutes on the phone, and I'm like, stress this, and uh, that's why it's good, you know to have. Well, it's good to have aligned friends because you do. You they call and you say, "Oh man, I and they go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." <laughs> You breathe. Right? Say thank you. And it helps. It really does. When they first say it, you're kind of like, oh, damn it. But really, you take a breath, it, it works. So we want to welcome back tonight. Then we're excited about tonight's show, just like we are about tomorrow's show. Christy Lynn Abram. How are you, Christy? I'm amazing. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Apparently, just fantastic. Couldn't be better. Good, good. I'm glad that conversation we had before the show worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. Straighten us both out. That's we don't even have to have the show tonight, folks. Look, you gotta call Christy five minutes. She straightened both Gene and I out. So call her up. It's good stuff. Tell you what. Tell you what. So Christy, I got a question for you. Why do we do that? Why when we get sure. stressed, overwhelmed and 
all that. I know that you you this is something that you pay close attention to, which is is human human way of responding to stresses. I know that's like up on your been watching that for a while. Why do we do that? Why do I get completely overwhelmed and say, okay, fuck it, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to go watch a TV show or I'm going to, you know what I mean? Why do we do that? Why do we, that's a total removal of it all. Is that like an innate knowingness of sometimes you just need to back off and be still or is that just some kind of human procrastination? Well, I mean, I think it's like a two-part thing. I think that um, overall it's just your coping mechanism, and I don't think anything is wrong with that. I I believe that when we get overwhelmed, we retreat back to that thing that makes us feel comfortable. In some cases, it's taking a nap. In some cases, it's, you know, watching a show. (laughs) In some cases, it's going outside. I mean, whatever it is that we, we like or that makes us feel calm, that's what we do. Um, the other side of it is that, yes, it is it is human nature for us to do that. I believe that, you know, a huge part that makes us who we are is, first of all, being able to realize when we need a break, realize when we need to take that time and say, you know what, screw this, I'm going to do what I need to do. And then the second part of it is not feeling guilty about it. So, I mean, overall, is if your coping mechanism is to retreat, Go for it. I guess the only advice that I have when it comes to that is don't stay there. <laughs> you, you might want to handle whatever it is you need to handle <laughs> eventually. But, you know, do it when, you know, when it works for you. <laughs> well, on the handling. It's all right. Just sit, but sit down, take a break, but get up eventually. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Well, and the handling yeah. goes so much better, though, once you're once you're centered again. Yes. Yes. Like I said, I mentioned that I needed to stay somewhere. I needed to find a place, and I wasn't stressed about it. I was just driving around looking. I I don't know. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what. I'm not in the middle of nowhere. I'm in the middle of somewhere, but it seems like nowhere just because I don't know what's around. So I was just driving around trying to familiarize myself, and so I wasn't all freaked out about it. I was just, you know, oh, yeah, I'm kind of driving around looking for a place. Oh, I know where there's a place. It, those same people might not offer up if you're going, oh, my God, I got to They'd be like, yeah, I don't want you anywhere near me. You go over there. <laughs> well, I would love to have your problem to be in Costa Rica and be somewhere trying to find somewhere, and then people are offering places. Yeah, well. I've listened to people like, come right, on. I know, right? <laughs> and, and, well, we really, really want to talk to <laughs> it, Sometimes it helps to... You know, somebody's like, well, what exactly is it? And so you say, well, it's funny because these things all just like they fell out of the sky on me. And and, and then you hear what you just said and you go, oh, wait, that was easy. That was the easy (laughs) button. Oh, what am I? Okay. (sighs) And then you're all better. Because you've got to stop that hamster wheel of, because I think part of it's habit. You, you've got this, you know, I grew up watching people in my life do that. And so I learned to do that. And so once that hamster wheel gets going and gets some momentum, something has to, you know, throw a wrench in the gear. 
and 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 I've learned to do it myself sometimes, but sometimes you you've got to notice that you're stuck in that first. And yeah. Because otherwise yeah. you're just oh I got to do this I got and you got to stop for long enough to be able to go wait. I'm on the crazy train again. Okay, everybody breathe. Yeah, I mean, that was what humans do. You know, humans do that. Those are more instant gratification. (laughs) More than now. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy to think like that. And, you know, oh my goodness, I used to live like that every day of my life. I'd have like to do lists running through my head 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like trying to sleep was a nightmare because how do you how do you get to sleep and you've got this to do list running through your head and what didn't I get done today? What? And I still have to remind myself every once in a while because I'll lie down and go to go to bed and I always read before I go to bed and I'll get halfway into the book and my hamster wheel will start going squeak 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 and I'm like what? What's going on? I totally missed the whole like last three chapters that I I I read because. The hamster wheel, you know, I couldn't hear I couldn't hear myself reading over my wonky thoughts. So, um, I think it takes practice to get over that. You know what I mean? I don't think it's just something that you wake up one morning and you're like, all right, that's fit wheel no more. I think you have to remind yourself daily. I think you have to constantly. That's just me up. I was going to say, don't everybody talk at once, but we were doing that just a minute. Oh, I I didn't hear it. It sounded like you guys blanked out for a moment. I didn't hear anything. Oh, no. (laughs) It, um, uh, well, that happens. We we get to talking over each other. We all have such exciting points. And I'm I'm the worst of, between Gene and I, I'll stick my voice in the middle of, again, because that's, again, I grew up with a family that was like that. The more family members that would gather when there was a holiday or something, each new one was just an increase in volume. You know, everybody just got louder. Yeah, I witnessed a lot of those conversations in my family dynamic, but it was more yelling. I don't know. It wasn't really a point. It wasn't really opinions. It was more like we're screaming at each other, so who can scream the loudest? So I guess mine was a little bit more dysfunctional. I would much rather this point. <laughs> oh dear. Dysfunctional families. <sighs> I could write a book. Oh wait I did. <laughs> I, I yeah. I put I put the fun in dysfunctional, you know, but um right there in the middle. <sighs> That's too funny. But uh but so what's it, it, enough of our girl? chattering what's on. New? Yeah, what's you've got going new on? stuff. What's yeah? Yeah, I, I do. Well, lots of new Share. stuff. What well, have you been you up know, to? I just talked to you what, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, I've been up to a lot of things. I'm finishing um, my book. I'm finishing my book, Surviving Crazy. So it's interesting that you guys are talking about dysfunctional families because. A lot of what's in my book is absolutely about dysfunctional families or my dysfunctional family um, and just ways to 
cope and learn to transition from those, I guess, those behaviors. But um, what I have going on right now is I launched, probably about three or four months ago, I launched Loving Touch Therapy, uh, which is my healing uh, modality. And um, I'm now doing some um, chakra e-courses that I'm super excited about and finishing another e-book and finishing my other book. So really, really, really busy right now, really busy. Well, no wonder you were having such fun listening to us. Yeah, stressing over what we're going to do in paradise (laughs) of the Laurentian Mountains or the Costa Rican jungle. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's your problems I would love to have. (laughs) I would love to be in Costa Rica. It's funny. We can can bring our stress anywhere, I swear. We can stress on the moon. It's a human thing. That's the problem. We need swearing. We need folks like you. Oh, you know, I'm 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 here to be of service. <laughs> but you know, we're all human and I've gone I go through I'm gonna say I've gone. I would say currently we we all go through something and I believe when you know, you guys were talking a little earlier, I was I think we create situations for us to stress over, um, when there's nothing there. <laughs> we kinda create something. Because we need to attach to something. And I think it's a weird thing for humans to do, but it's what we do. <laughs> we do. Well, it can get so tied in yeah, to some I, future outcome that you make up in your head that may have no bearing on reality. You know, it's like, well, if this doesn't happen, then this might happen. And what? Yeah. Yeah, and that's opposite. It's funny because you know, for all of you know the folks out there who believe in law of attraction, and I think I know that you, um, Rick, and I know that Eugene have done some talking about law of attraction. For those of us out here who know how the system works, so when we connect to that stress, what do we do? We create more of that stress. We create more of that doubt. We create more of that situation because we don't want to trust, and that's like the biggest thing that we have to learn to do is have faith may sound cliche, but it's the truth. Uh, because when you decide to let that thing go, what happens? Out of nowhere, look, something's falling out of the sky. Like Rick said, oh, my God, three people are contacting me about. So where to say, oh, I was thinking about this rental car. Somebody contacted me about it. But, you know, little did he know if he let go of that thought pattern, voila. It's like magic. It's literally like magic. It's there. So, you know, you know, a big part of it is absolutely being in a place of allowing. When things are coming to you and you can't control those things, let it go. Allow it to people to leave. Allow situations to leave so you can get something more. And, I mean, and, and that's just like that's the medicine for us all. <laughs> it's the medicine, and, and it works in every facet of our lives, whether it's, you know, a dysfunctional family, whether it's a job situation or a relationship or a house or a car or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, we don't own anything in this world. And, and as soon as we kind of wrap our mind around that, then, you know, it eliminates the stress and it eliminates the, um, the, the need to control, you know. Uh, once you eliminate that thing, you know, everything sells. Everything sells. 
It's so true. <laughs> and we thank you on behalf yeah. of Rick and myself. We thank you for the, this much-needed timely reminder. See, again, George, we don't schedule anything. George takes care of the scheduling. Oh, you guys are going to have a rough week this week. Well, I'll bring Christy on, and she'll have a little sunshine up here. Um, but <laughs> the truth is that well, really, because we could do you this just... show for three years running. Oh, wait, we have. And listen to have conversations like this two to three times a week and still have those moments. So there's that proof that, guys, don't beat yourself up when you're having one of those moments. That's what friends are for because nobody's perfect. We're all human. We still have them. I'm sure Christy still has them where she just has to kind of give her head a shake and, and go, what am I doing? Why am I thinking that? Mind, get away, stop. Um, you know, I I mean, and, and Rick and I certainly have those moments, so... Thanks for the reminder. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime. You know, we're always going to – we work with these thought patterns. So I believe we always are going to work with them because there are things that are so ingrained. It becomes part of who we are to have this, this negative person or this critic, like I call it, you know, our self-critic that comes in and goes, you're not going to be able to do that or ah, something's going to go wrong, you know, our, our critic. And, you know, we always have to kind of partner with that critic. And go, you know what, yay, I know you don't think this may happen, but guess what, you know, I trust. I trust and I allow them in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And, you know, I don't need your help right now. And it's kind of like how you have to talk to them, you know, how to create this relationship with them. Because if not, I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at in your life, whether you're a coach, whether you're a healer, you can be the president of the United States. You know, you're always learning how and working with that 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 person or that, that thing or that, that thought that's inside of you that constantly nags you and, you know, kind of becomes your naysayer, <laughs> you know. So it's nothing to beat yourself up about. It's just you just have to put yourself in a place of you know, um, even allowing that negative talk to come. You know, and and I wrote a blog about this probably about three weeks ago, and it was talking about negative self-talk. And one of the things I gave, one of the pointers I talked about was when that negative talk comes to you or, you know, those those negative feelings or the doubt and whatever you want to call it comes to you, allowing it to come. Allow it to come <laughs> because then you can have a conversation with it then you can clear it out. Right, but if you ignore it, then more and more and more of it's going to come. So you have to kind of allow it to, to kind of. <laughs> how I'm trying to think how I said it in the blog. It's like you know, allowing the water to uh, flow all over your body through from your head to your feet, and allow it to clear out, allow it to go. You know what I mean? And learning how to manage it. And another thing, it's okay. <laughs> That's like the bottom line. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> It makes sense because we talk about that with anger. We we talk about that with anger all the time. So why wouldn't it make sense for every other emotion? If you're going to shove anger down and ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, eventually it's going to blow up in your face. That's just the way it works. I mean, that's how people end up getting shot. But, you know, so we we talk about being able to stand on your truth and occasionally say F you to somebody, and, and you should because, darn it, you have a right to boundary but what about the boundaries for yourself you know i mean you set boundaries for everybody else 
in the world. Don't stomp on me. Don't cross this line. This is my safe zone. Don't come over here and mess with my energetic. Well, you're going to have a conversation with somebody else about that. You need to have a conversation with yourself about that every once in a while, too. So when that stuff comes up and you're hammering your own head and you're saying, you didn't do, you didn't do, you're going to fail, you're da 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 have a conversation with yourself. Like, like Christy just said, invite that in for a second so that you can look at it and talk about it and, and work through it as opposed to just, shrugging it off and going, ah, that's not healthy for me. I'm going to ignore that thought. Well, isn't that treating it the same as you'd be treating anger if you were shoving anger down? That doesn't make sense to me. So what you just said is is a valid, valid point. Invite it in. Talk to it. Have that conversation with that part of yourself, questioning yourself. And get it, you know, have a healthy chat. Clear the air. <laughs> That's we talked about it being it. open and honest with friends. Chat. I like that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. we talk about it with friends. We talk yeah. about it with family. How do you how do you work through a dysfunctional family? You talk through stuff. You don't yell. You don't threaten. You don't. You know what I mean. You have to talk through stuff. You have to give yourself a chance to listen to the other person and hear their point of view, and then counter, you know, that point of view with your point of view and talk it out and find a middle ground. Well, why can't we do that with ourselves, too? we got to do it with everybody else. just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It, and it does make a lot of sense, you know, when, when you say it, but, you know, the reality of the situation is we're, we're taught to neglect ourselves and pay attention to everyone else. <laughs> and that's just the truth. When we have um, issues, we, we deflect we give it to someone else. I'm mad. You know, really, it could be completely nothing about any, nothing to do with anyone else, but we give it to whoever. And we've seen that when we're at the grocery store, we're out in traffic. Let's say you're at the grocery store and you get the nastiest, meanest clerk. You don't know where this person came from, but they decided to let everybody else know that they're having a crappy day, including you know, including you. So they try to give you their stuff. And you know, it's just it's just one of those things that we have to learn how to do. Is it's really about coping and managing our own emotional, you know, our physical or our spiritual discomfort because that's really really is about. It's about when a person is completely fed up with their own stuff, it starts to spill out of their mouth and their ears and their nose, and they want everybody else to have it. And we do it to ourselves on so many occasions. So many occasions, the distraction. I don't want to really deal with myself, so let me watch 17 hours of TV <laughs> or um, you get on Facebook every five seconds or Pinterest <laughs> or whatever it is that you do, you know, because I really don't want to deal with myself. I would rather, you know, get all up in everybody else's business because it stops me from dealing with my stuff. So, I mean, it's people are afraid of themselves, and I think they're afraid of, dealing with the solid, or let me rephrase that, they're afraid of dealing with that dark part of themselves that no one sees, you know, that person that comes out, that part, that shadow that comes out when nobody's around, they don't really want to deal with that person uh, or that thing. Uh, they would much rather give it to somebody else. And, and that's just the truth. And until we begin to really pay attention to what's going on inside of our body on all levels, it's going to continue to perpetuate, and then eventually turns into disease. 
it's going to be a physical ailment. Totally. You know, it's going to be you know, so it, it, it's deeper than what we, a lot of people believe it is, you know, and um, we have to take responsibility, and that's just the number one thing. Take responsibility for your health, your wellness, your stuff, your dysfunction. You're crazy, as I talk about in my book. I'm, everybody has crazy. <laughs> and how we deal with our crazy, everybody deals with it differently. <laughs> but our crazy is there. So... You know, we could partner with our crazy, or we could just unleash it like a wild beast and just let it tear up everything. <laughs> it's completely up to you. And, and, and my crazies did that. You know, it's you know, you're sitting there and you <laughs> see, it's not me, it's you. You put it all on them because it couldn't be me, right? It's because that you want me to look at me and my st- oh no, I can't look in there. That room's marked danger. Do not enter. Danger, Will Robinson. That's too funny. It's the truth, you know. It's really the truth. <laughs> not, not this. It's the truth that you're, you know, you're crazy, crazy. But it's the truth that other people feel that way. Ah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. it's true that it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, no. I was gonna say, yeah, my crazy's pretty crazy, but. Uh, <laughs> So when so mine, when, when we do forget ourselves, when we do forget ourselves and, and allow it to get to that point where we're starting to have some lack of ease in, in parts of the body, that's where your new technique comes in, isn't it? Or, yeah, so there's a – it's interesting because it ties actually right to it. I, I created Loving Touch Therapy um, after being carjacked. I think we talked about that the last time I was on the show, I was in my hometown and um, got carjacked by a shotgun by, by a kid, 15-year-old young man, and um, lost everything, pretty much everything I owned. Um, almost thought I was going to lose my life, but um, luckily he decided he just wanted to run off with my purse and my car. <laughs> so I still lose my life. But after he ran off, I was left there to pick up the pieces of, you know, the life that I thought I knew, the person that I thought I knew. And um, as time went on, things began to perpetuate the, the feelings of anger, the um, the, the, the anxiety, the fear. Um, I went through so many emotions <laughs> um, because, you know, a part of you goes, well, what if I wouldn't have been there that night? Would he have carjacked me? Uh, you know, trying to, in your mind, I was trying to figure out a way to make it make sense, and, and I couldn't. So I begin to have panic attacks, and at this point, I mean, I'm beating myself up because I'm like, you know, this stuff. This is what you do for work. You have people that you coach, and you try to beat yourself up about it. So um, uh, I decided to make, uh, create something that can help me cope, and it kind of came to me like on accident. But you know, we know these things are divine. So um, the, the whole um, basis. Uh, for the premise of this is to get rid of discomfort, no matter what the discomfort is. Um, it could be on an emotional level, it could be on a physical level, it could be on a spiritual level, um, it can be on a mental level. We're getting rid of discomfort. So I have four self-love virtues, and those four self-love virtues are um, pause, which is what we do when we're identifying. So we were just talking about that. When you start to get those feelings in your body, 
something that doesn't feel right, I'm overwhelmed, I'm anxious, I'm mad, whatever that feeling may be, we need to pause to be able to to recognize or to feel what that is. Hey, something's not right here. Let me stop for a minute. Once we do that, then we need to identify what the feeling is. So that goes back to let's call it by name. So one of the things that I do when I'm working with people with loving touch therapy and they're saying to me, they've already said I'm feeling, and I go, well, what is the feeling? Well, I, I feel I'm mad. So now that we know it's anger or we know that it's anxiety or we know that it's fear, we can call it by name so we can ask it to go. So then we get to the clear part. Um, we're clearing it out. We're asking, hey, you know, anger, <laughs> anxiety, whatever the case may be, it's time for you to leave our body or my body. I trust in the process. I have this. Um, you need to go. And that's when we start the healing process. So in a nutshell, that's what loving touch therapy is. It's just giving you a way to completely identify what that discomfort is um, and to take the power, take your power back from it. Um, like I said, I believe a lot of people go through this process of completely denying the emotion when it comes to us. Um, and we deny it and we deny it and we pack it away in this little box inside of us until it grows and grows and grows. Or it's, it's just like a closet, a storage closet, and you keep packing stuff in there. <laughs> and eventually stuff starts spilling out of there. Um, so, you know, and it can create a level of physical discomfort or disease or dis-ease in the body, and we want to eliminate it before it starts there. So in a nutshell, that's what it is. I mean, depending on what the person is working with, we do a number of um, energy healing techniques um, that I give them just depending on what it is. So I'll give you an example. If I'm working with someone who is having some issues around feeling safe, like me, I was having issues around feeling safe because I was robbed. Um, so then we have a number of affirmations and energy techniques to work with the root chakra. Because I do a lot of work with root chakra work. So to work with the root chakra to release that, whatever that, that fear or that discomfort is. So it's just it's a dynamic system. Um, helped me a whole lot. I don't have any panic attacks anymore, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm not looking over my shoulder going, oh, my God, somebody's standing behind me. It's going to rob me. Um, I'm feeling really great about it, and I've actually been able to test it before I released it. I was on a plane um, actually coming back from St. Louis because I had an opportunity to testify against the young man who robbed me. This was in April. And coming back, I sat next to a young lady, and the young lady was talking to me about how just in conversation. She didn't know me. She didn't know anything. I guess she was like, I don't feel safe in my hotel room at night. I do a lot of traveling. I work for physicians. And uh, I, I, I kind of tested. She didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was testing my technique on her. I was like, so, um, how does that make you feel? So she started talking to me about it, and I helped her release it. And it's interesting because I got an email back from her probably about a month later. She was just like, you know what, the technique that you you taught me, it really works. Like, I don't feel as uncomfortable as I did before. I don't feel like somebody's going to kick my door down. I feel I feel good. And, you know, I gave her some, some techniques and some coping mechanisms to work with fear. And voila. <laughs> so there you have it, loving touch therapy. All right, I've got one for you. Let's work through this one. <laughs> okay. 
serious. Do on the, let's do it on the air so that people have an idea of what you do. Because um, that's okay. what we do, right? So I don't uh, know. Rick, know do you want to take coming. a quick music break first? And then when we come back, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll we're see almost, if she can we're get me through halfway. over this one really annoying, silly fear that I have. That go. I don't often okay. talk about. But we're going to talk about it. And we'll, you will see what, what, you, what you have to say. What should we play? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's got to be we'll a Jordan night. It's Jordan night. Tomorrow. Oh, so there you go. Well, okay. Um, how about It Ain't Too Hard? That sounds there fitting because with a little help from Chrissy, I think it ain't so. too hard. So, it ain't too uh, hard. So this is our dear friend Jordan Okrand. Uh, interesting. I've We've been talking back and forth, Jordan and I, lately. And uh, so not hardly surprising that uh, synchronicity brings him up. So uh, this is his song, It Ain't Too Hard. We'll be right back. Stay with us, folks.
Welcome back, everybody. Our dear friend, Jordan Okren, reminding us that it's not too hard to find some peace of mind deep inside if you try, especially with a little help from your friends. <laughs> I love him. Me loves him, too. I got this funky, weird fear thing. It's really not that weird if you know the backstory. When I was about um, 16, yes, because I was just getting my driver's license, um, I was traveling with my aunt, who was also my godmother, who was in her, I guess, late 30s at the time. She had just gotten her own license for the first time in her life the year before, and we were traveling in the winter in a little compact car hatchback thingy, and she was going way too fast on slushy roads, lost control, hit a snowplow, those big highway snowplows. I don't know if you've ever seen one, Um, but... Here in Canada, our snowplows can be pretty freaking big. Anyways, the the tire on the snowplow pretty much destroyed the car, except for where I was sitting. So um, my my aunt sadly didn't survive, and my dad's solution was into a car, because I was already going through driver's education training at the time, so my dad's solution was call driver's ed training and get me into a car and behind the wheel, ASAP. I wasn't driving the car that we crashed but my dad said like I needed to get in a car right away and get behind the wheel now I'm perfectly good in a car you know my husband drives us all over the place I'm okay with other people driving I've been driving ever since don't have a problem there's only one thing that freaks me out and that is when you're driving down any highway and Rick can attest to this because (laughs) he did it while I was in Costa Rica and I told him don't do that um if you're driving down a highway and there's a median in between the roads, like that stand-up concrete wall, lane, <laughs> yeah, the concrete wall, and you drive in the inside lane near the concrete wall, it freaks me out. So I, the longer you're in that lane, I start to like get to the point where I'm having trouble breathing. I have to literally look out my window and not, like, try and not ever look at the concrete. For for whatever reason, to me, it looks like the concrete's coming at me and I'm convinced we're going to crash. Um, <laughs> my husband likes the inside lane, so um, he always forgets that it freaks me out and ends up driving there until he starts to notice that I'm starting to breathe weird and then he naturally moves over because he's just like that. Um, but... Really, if I'm in the car with anybody, I have to, like, request that they don't drive there because I I can't tolerate it for more than five minutes. Like, five minutes is my max where I'm like, okay, I need to get – I want to get out of the car. And it wasn't a total freak out of the window if I could. (laughs) Okay, so this is what we're going to do. First of all, I want you to stop for a moment (laughs) because you're getting anxious already just thinking about it. I want you to take some deep breaths. We want to do three – Deep clearing breath into the nose, out to the mouth. So that's what we'll do first because you're kind of like, because eh, you're already in the, in the emotion of the anxiety. So let's do that first. So let's go. So into your nose, out to your mouth, into your nose.
Okay, we're going to do it one more time in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Okay, thank you, because now do you feel better? <laughs> the energy shift. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, great. So what I want, what we're going to do, because what you're expecting to me is there was a near, or you felt like it was a near-death experience that you paid witness to where a loved one actually did transition. But, you know, you were fearful and you were anxious. So I want to talk to you a little bit about how that feels. What does it feel like in your body? Angsty. I, I don't I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's like being at the top of a roller coaster right before you go over the... But, I mean, that's not a comfortable place to be more than a split second. And when it lasts for a long time, it can be very uncomfortable. And it's just... It's like everything tenses up, but I'm just like... Like I'm waiting. That's what it feels like. It feels like that, that I'm waiting. <laughs> and it's not comfortable okay. at all. So the anticipation, like you're waiting for this thing to happen. You know, we're driving down yeah, totally. the highway. Yeah, we're driving down the highway. You know, first we're on the outside lane. Hubby says, you know, not thinking, get to the inside lane. And you notice it. So that moment of being feeling frozen, oh my God, what may happen? That's what I'm I'm picking up, or that's what I'm I'm hearing you say. I'm waiting for something to happen. When is it going to yeah, happen? When is it going to crash? When, when is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's anxiety. It's what it is. <laughs> to give you the word for it, it is anxiety. So now that we know what it is. We're going to call it, it. It is anxiety, so that way we can call it by name. So now we're going to go to the second phase of this, which is we've already identified what the emotion is. So now I want you to talk about what exactly you think is going to happen. You know, because I want you to talk about what you think is going to happen. We talked about a few moments ago about the feeling. So the feeling is, oh, my God, I'm feeling anxious. So if he does not get out of that lane, what do you think is going to happen? This is funny because there's a huge part of me that goes, that's not going to happen. But it's the visual of the the car veering closer and closer to the, and I always get this like visual of the car bouncing off <laughs> stone medium. And it's so weird because, my husband's a truck driver, for goodness sakes. I mean, he's so careful on the road. I mean, he drives for a living. And of all the people I trust in my life to drive me anywhere, it's him. But, um, yeah, I con- managed to somehow completely convince myself that the car is going to bounce off the inside medium. And it doesn't matter if it's him driving or me driving. I won't drive on the inside because it still feels like I'm going to bounce off. I'm really anxious about it. It's it's, and I don't understand. Well, I do kind of understand, but it's kind of weird that it would come so late now. It just started like a couple, about a year ago. It just started, and the accident happened when I was 16, and that's the only time I've ever like hit something from that side of the car. It was on the driver's side that she hit. So, it's a it's a very weird 
anxiety for me to have all of a sudden, and it gets getting worse instead of better. Oh. That's what I can't figure out. But yeah, I'm I'm convinced no, the I mean, car's going to veer it's, into it's weird. this it's thing weird. and then bounce off. <laughs> well, it, it's not weird because what's happening is your body wants to release it. Body wants to let it go. It's you that wants to hold on to it. So that's why it's continuously <laughs> getting worse because we're not, you know, you're not dealing with it. You're not coping with it, and it doesn't have anywhere to go. If something wants to leave the body and doesn't have anywhere to do with go, I mean, it's going to create a disturbance in the body. So, you know, what we're going to do next is we're going to actually talk to it. We're going to talk to the fear, and we're going to talk to the anxiety, and we're going to ask it to go so we can move on. So, I mean, in your best words, and I can't, I'll give you a little, um, I guess, an example. And then from there, it's up to you to create the words that you want to say to your fear. So um, an example is, um, you know, you could say dear fear, whatever you want to say. Um, I I understand that this thing happened to me however many years ago. Um, I feel fully safe. I am safe. I'm exactly where I need to be at this moment and at this time. I, I trust. I trust the experience. And I ask that you leave. So, however you want to word it, I'm going to give you the um, responsibility of asking your fear and your anxiety to leave. So, whenever you're ready, I'm going to talk the same way that I would talk to pain. So, um, fear, good old buddy, fear. I appreciate and acknowledge the fact that at times you are a valuable asset in my life because you warn me of danger. However, in this particular instance, I don't feel that I'm actually in any danger and that the warning is unwarranted and unnecessary because the danger is long over. Um, So in this particular instance, it's perfectly okay for you to go because I, I don't need you for this right now. Perfect. To come Perfect. back if I do now, need you. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. You said it very perfectly. And what I want you to remember, and I want you to feel, we talked, I put you through, we went through the phase of feeling, what does it feel like? What do I think is going to happen? And so when you begin to feel that emotion or that discomfort, I want you to talk to mm-hmm. your anxiety. I want you to talk to your fear, and you say exactly or however you want to word it. You know, I, I ask that you leave me. I ask that you go. Um, the coping mechanism that I can give for you, since it is anxiety, breathe. It's going to be the best thing for you. Do some breaths. So if you're in the car and somebody, your husband changes lanes and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And you just take those three <laughs> clearing deep breaths. <laughs> First, and breathe okay. until you can feel this inside. When you start feeling it subside and it's not in your chest anymore, because when we're dealing with anxiety, it's usually in our throat and in our chest, and our heart starts to beat, and we're like, oh, my God, am I having a heart attack? (laughs) Oh, my God, what's happening? Totally. I need you to breathe. Totally. I need you to breathe. And while you're breathing, you know, since we are dealing with, you know, the chest and the throat, I mean, one thing that worked for me when I was going through this process was I would put my hands over my chest, and I would just allow the feeling. I, I, I allowed it. You know, and I talked to it until I felt it go away. 
Um, and that's one of the things that I can recommend for you while you're doing the breathing technique. I don't know if you do any meditation at all. Uh, you know, some of us, and don't get me wrong, because some people go, oh, well, I'm not a monk, I don't know how to meditate. Or I can't quiet my mind, or whatever your style of meditation is. Or it could just be sitting, with sitting quietly somewhere. Um, since we're dealing with fear and anxiety of, of you know, life ending, or I'm going to die, or whatever the case may be, I would implore you to do some work with your root um, and basically the same thing you said, I'm safe, I'm completely safe and secure in my body. I know it's not my time. When you're sitting doing the root work, um, you can imagine uh, red, a red light, in, you know, engulfing your body or red water on you or, I mean, however, just the color where you can wear red um, more often just as a, a, a sense of security and also to help balance that, that root and to put you in a place where you feel safer. And couple that with that and the breathing. And, you know, the actual affirmation that you created on your own, you should be able to cope and release that fear. That's cool. how it works. <laughs> That's very cool. You have you want to work on? I will do that. Nothing's uh, nothing comes to mind right now, uh, but that was awesome. But I'm sure he's very I, I enjoyed that. That you yeah. that if I ever have to drive with him again, he doesn't have to listen to me. <laughs> I I, well, you you I, I, you've learned to handle that part of it quite well. Was we were going along. It was when we were in the city because we didn't have it much in the country, and uh, she very quietly. Change lanes, please. Get in the other lane, please. So very quiet, very gentle. It was almost so quiet that it got it, it got your attention because you can only imagine. You've heard us on air. You can only imagine the two of us in the car. Oh, <clears throat> rattling. Oh, my gosh. And, um, and then it was just this, you know, it's a blah, 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 blah. change lanes, please. Could you get in the other lane? It was very, very quiet. And, um, and See, in a way, there's now a that different dynamic, it, too, that I want to... Scared little girl would say. Yeah, and there's a different dynamic, too. Like when I'm driving with my husband, this, I'm supposed to trust him. You know, so, I mean, I don't have to say anything in this lane because I'm supposed to trust him. And that's me. That's not how he would feel. He would prefer that I would just tell him I'm not feeling comfortable um, because that's again the type of guy he is but for me I got this little inner battle going on with all on top of all this anxiety I'm anxious about actually verbalizing the situation to him <laughs> to remind him um, it, it's, it's so it's, it, it kind of complicates things um, which is you argue with yourself that you shouldn't feel that way so that's in that yeah. field of feeling. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's like it's easier. It's you, even though you know it's Rick. He's my brother. He's my co-host. Um, but it's easier for to say to a friend or to Rick, "Can you change lanes, please?" And then it is to you know, and, and that's that to me is weird too, but. The method that you've given me is something that I can I can wrap my head around because that that's the same way that I deal with pain management. 
So it would make sense that we could, if we can work with our body with regards to pain that way, then why not be able to deal with emotion that way? Of course, it's perfectly logical. It's just not something I ever considered. I never bridged that gap, which this is, so this is an interesting modality for me to to be a part of and to experience, but it's also like, it's it's interesting that it took me this long to, we've already had you on the show once. <laughs> I've been on your show too. How did yeah. I not bridge the gap between what you did, what you do with emotion to what I do with pain, you know what I mean? Like it, so it's it's interesting that I just put that connect together tonight. But I think it's going to be really well, not just with regards to this particular um, experience that I've been having, but with other things as well: anger, resentment, any of those old ickies that happen to come up, or new ickies that arise. You know, I mean that something new that I can explore now that I can actually have a conversation with my emotions just like I would if I was talking to my pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. It's actually brilliant. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Well, she was just telling you how brilliant you are. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's, it was given to me. I mean, I, I attribute everything to spirit, so it was absolutely given to me. And I, and I know this discomfort this, this all too well because I've lived through it not, you know, many, many of times. Even before I got carjacked, it was, it was depression for 15 years that I dealt with. So, you know, I thought that I had everything figured out. <laughs> um, but I got carjacked and I had to go back and I had to regress so I can heal myself, so I can be able to even offer this to you today. So, I mean, it's it's. It, I astound myself for that. You know, I'm very grateful that I was even given the privilege to be able to share this with other people because it's amazing. It's an absolutely amazing uh, modality, and I'm very excited to share it with everyone, anyone <laughs> that recognizes that they have something that they're holding on to that they're ready to let go of. And, you know, it's very courageous for you to go, you know what, I got this problem or this, this you know, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Can you can you help me work through it? It's very courageous because a lot of people will bury their stuff and act like it's not there. And, you know, it's 10, 20 years later and now I'm having heart problems or I'm having high blood pressure I'm having diabetes, um, and I'm wondering why. Where is it really coming from? Well, you know what? Emotions play a huge part um, in the development of disease in the body, and the sooner that we really are okay with working through those emotions, we'll start to combat a lot of the things that we manifest in our bodies. It's very important, very, very important that we pay attention to that. And I, I really adore the fact that you uh, work as much as you do with the root chakra. Uh, it's interesting to me that Jean's favorite color is red. Uh, oh, <laughs> and uh, because I think it's often overlooked. Everyone talks about opening your heart and open your crown chakra to receive guidance, and it's sort of all from the heart chakra up 
uh, that people talk about. And, you know, it's, I don't mean to, you know, kibitz, but it's sometimes easy to see from outside. It's, that's Gene's survival instinct. And the survival instinct is really part of the body in my, the way I see things. And it's part and parcel with having a body. And so it's right in there and it, it, it can do those things of, you know, well, I told her, change lanes. She's not changing lanes. Okay, let's crank up the heart rate. Let's get a little sweat going. That'll, that, that's good. And, oh, yeah, they don't like it when they, yeah, yeah, so we'll make the breathing really shallow and fast. And, and because your survival instinct has ac- direct access. We do, too. But your survival instinct has direct access to those things and has no question that it can just crank up your heart rate and make you uncomfortable and make you... Uh, you know, anxious, that feeling in your core of, you know, it's not okay. And uh, I think it's important for, you know, we've talked, people talk about grounding and this and that. It's That's about the root chakra. It's about oh, yeah. that, and that's survival, safety, you know, are they going to get me? Is it going to get me? <laughs> Am I gonna get got? Um, and uh, and I can. That was the side of the car that took the was the driver's side. And frankly, yeah. big concrete, big concrete barriers like that. They're not as big, but they kind of look like a snowplow blade. So it yeah. makes perfect sense to me from outside that that would s- stimulate your survival instinct I- to say, "Wait a minute, I don't like this." And that never and, and, occurred to me, Rick, that you're right, that they do. Oh, my God. They do. That, they look I like couldn't, the, I couldn't they're wider bridge, at the bottom. I couldn't and, bridge the gap, dude. Like, between why am I scared of this cement thing when I know it was a freaking big rubber tire that we hit? But the first thing we saw that we were heading towards, and she managed to crank the wheel, and we hit the tire instead, we would have hit the blade head on. So you're right, and they do. The cement things look like a snowplow blade. They resemble it. They're smaller or whatever, but they look like it yeah. to me. And but the and they are. They're the designed same. to make and the car bounce back, which is what you see. Wow. Yeah. It that does. never hurt me. Hmm. Well, you know... I wanted I wanted to speak to what you just said, Rick, because you were talking about the root, and people do neglect <laughs> the lower three physical uh, chakras, which are the root, the sacral, and we hear a lot of stuff about the solar plexus. But when we start getting to the heart, we're dealing with the emotional bridge. We're dealing with you know the throat and the heart chakra or the emotional bridge, and then we go up to the spiritual half of um, you know the chakra system. Uh, which you hear a lot about the crown and you know the ajna or you know the the um, third eye. So, but when we're working with the lower three, we're working with those lower three in the physical realm. Okay, um, we're in the physical realm, so it does make sense that when we're dealing with the emotional realm, lack, financial lack, or um, not having enough, or um, issues around sexuality or procreation or situations around fear and anxiety or safety, security, where those are all physical things, very physical things. So 
we neglect those the most, and that's the thing. Those are the actual areas of our being that we have the most issue around. And a lot of people don't recognize that these these physical feelings or emotions that we have do perpetuate into something because these chakras that we're dealing with all have organs and hormones and physical parts of the body that are attached to them. So when they're out of whack, we start to see imbalances in those areas, you know. So you know it, it's it's very um, it, it, it's very important that we pay attention to what's going on in our bodies and do the work or do do the um, actual studying about the physical three parts of the chakras. As a matter of fact, I'm doing a free course as we speak, which I'm going through all of the chakras, talking about. Um, what to manifest and how to balance them and how to use loving touch therapy to balance the chakra system. And also I talk about it from a physical, a spiritual, a mental, emotional uh, perspective. So you can see how this really affects you on all levels, on all levels, and how to work with it in a practical way, very practical way. So, I mean, there, <laughs> there's so much to the body. The body is very... A very the body is, is is very very deep. Um, however, I don't. It, it's very simple, it, and I know that might sound cliche, but it's very simple to heal it. And a lot of it is letting go. A lot of it is releasing. Allows letting go of control. And that's what we want to do. We want to control things. Everything's ours. We want to possess it. It's ours. And uh, allowing allowing these things to leave your life. Once you understand that and you're in a place where you can allow things to go, you'll have an abundance of things that come in. You know, I, I always give the analogy of, and I talk about the class, the um, storage closet. It's just like, have you ever watched Hoarders? Either one of you ever watched Hoarders before? Oh, goodness, yes. Okay, so you know about the person who puts so much stuff in their house that they can't even get in their door. So, and, and the only way to bring this person back to balance, and, and I always look at these shows from a spiritual perspective, so the only way to put this back to balance is to take everything out and to clear out all the clutter, all the stuff, before you can even put more stuff in there, new stuff in there. But the, the key to those situations is teaching that person how to cope because they always talk about, well, you know, we can clean up their houses, but... If we don't give them the coping skills, then they're just going to put more stuff in there. Right <laughs> so you have to, yeah, exactly. You have to teach the body, and you have to teach yourselves when you start dealing with these emotions. And that's why it's important to partner with them because you have to know why you do these things. Why do I do this? Why do I keep stuffing stuff in my closet or in my, you know, under my bed or whatever it is that I do, or having these outlash these outlashes of anger? What is my trigger? What is it really about? Once you identify that, then you can heal it. You can heal it. So the next time you start to feel that emotion, you go, okay, I need to eat this whole cake. You can drink twice a day and go, well, maybe I understand that I'm only going to eat this cake because, I'm, you know, I'm feeling neglected or I'm feeling, you know, abandoned or whatever the case may be. I understand that's what the emotion is, so let me... Let me nurture myself. Let me nurture the emotion and tell myself, you know, you're loved and people do want to be around you and you're not alone. So that way, picking up the cake 
You know, it's not the it's, it's not the thing that you do, or eating the whole cake is not the thing that you do anyhow. So I mean, it's we it's, we're so we're so in depth, and chakra system is is a huge part of our energy system, um, and or whatever you want to call it. But you know, you have to have you have to find something that's going to work for you. It may not be chakras; it may be Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. Um, I, don't doesn't one of you two work with energy? Work with Reiki? I thought I heard I'm, that before. Well, I'm a Reiki master. I, okay, I, so Rick's a Reiki master. With it, but <laughs> yes, I am. All right, so I mean, it may be Reiki, maybe reflexology, and that's why when I'm working with loving touch therapy, I pull out something that's unique for you. The thing that's unique for you, I, I can't say that I've done this the same for anyone. And I'm sure the next time I do it, have a session with someone, it's going to be completely different because all of our needs are different. Our needs are all different. We come from different backgrounds. We have, you know, different emotions about things, and our attachments to things are completely different as well. So, I mean, you have to find that thing that works for you, or whether you find a coach or not. It could be taking a walk. It could be listening to a song that makes you completely happy. It could be, um, you know, looking at art, whatever that thing is that makes you feel really good. You know, I implore, I implore you to attach yourself to it. You know, because you have to feel good, and, and that's the number one. And then when you're ready, then you work with whatever the issue is when you're ready. And I like to say that because you can't force anybody to do anything. They will fight you the whole way. So when yes. you're ready. <laughs> they, will, they will pull you down and drown you with them. <laughs> I know I've tried to do that to many people in my life in the past and, and, and still on occasion. And... uh but I just have to magnify again for folks this stuff about the those lower three chakras because it's it's almost and, as if you build this spiritual mansion on sand and it falls down because you don't have that firm foundation and and isn't part of isn't the big deal here? Everybody talks about integrating the spiritual with the physical. Well, that's those lower three chakras, folks. You can't just, you, you don't live from the heart up any more than you just live in your head. It, it, it's, um, it's just so important because it, uh, I, 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 Veronica keeps coming up in my head tonight, and that's not always the case, but uh, Elohim that she channels said they were surprised because they expected uh, enlightenment and ascension, whatever word you want to use, to happen from the head down, from the t- crown chakra down. And they discovered by working with people over 20 years that it doesn't. It happens from the root up. Yes. 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 Okay, so if I want to concentrate... I want to concentrate on on um, giving some extra attention to that root chakra. How do I do that? Do I just surround myself with red or start wearing red or do I think red thoughts? Or, I mean, run me through thing, two things that all might that. help to work for that. All of it? Well, all of that. You you, absolutely, okay. you can do all of that if you want. I mean, wearing red. Um, I always talk about uh, wearing red on the bottom half of the body. Um, because red is a little overpowering. It's a lot overpowering for the heart chakra. So if you're wearing it around, you know, as a shirt, it, it may be too much for the for the heart chakra. So I I always say wear it in the bottom half. So if you have red underwear, I mean, it might sound weird. Um, 
wear the red underwear if you're wearing red pants. Um, wear red pants. What about red wear shoes? Red socks. Red, that works red too. Shoes. Red shoes. I have a pair of red socks. Because, awesome red shoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wear red shoes, and and because we this is a grounding energy. The you know the the root actually works with the feet as well. So of course when we're working on getting rid of energy, it's going in our in and out, in and out, out through our feet. That's where we, you know we we ground out through our feet, literally through our feet are on the ground. So um, definitely, I, I would right. say work with reflexology. One of the greatest things that whoever ever invented. <laughs> Reflexology is really great um, for grounding and um, paying attention to that root. Um, also, any kind of physical activity, anything physical, anything exercise, anything, because, you know, the root likes to move. And since we are connected to the physical, you know, half of, you know, the earth or we're in the physical, um, any physical activity is going to help to balance. The root chakra. I mean, you can also What's do really, the affirmation. What, really what about odd that vegetables? you say that? Because, well, I'm like potatoes. Yeah, I was just gonna say because yeah. I've been craving potatoes like crazy, and I'm having a really hard time sitting at my computer and doing anything that has to do with the computer. I want to be up doing physical work lately. Like I want to be rose. I want to be painting. I want to be doing stuff that's up. I don't want to be sitting in front of my computer staring at a screen. Um, and I've been like craving potatoes big time for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Enough potatoes. Yeah, root pota- vegetables. Absolutely. I have a chart that I created, um, and it is a, um, a a nutritional chart, a chakra nutritional chart that we created. is actually available on our website. Um, but root vegetables absolutely great for the root. Any red vegetable beets, 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 beets are good for the root. I know beets are, I I'm not a fan of beets, <laughs> but um, red, any red vegetable, any red fruit, apples um, are good for balance. Yeah, strawberries are good for, or raspberries, any of those types of things are really great for um, for balancing the root. One thing you want to stay away from, and this is what people don't tell you, and this is why I created the chart, is there is, you know, depending on how elevated or de-elevated your root is, there are certain foods that are going to work really great for the root, and there are certain foods that you might want to stay away from when you're dealing with with the root. And then one of them is spicy foods. If you like spicy foods and you have a problem with the root or you're not feeling safe or the root is imbalanced, you stay away from them, stay away from the spicy foods. Um, Also, the alcohol I would absolutely stay away for the alcohol. You may want to eat foods that are rich in calcium. Um, I, I, when I created my chart, I created it also around um, the planets or the zodiacs or the astrology. And um, so you want to eat foods that are high in calcium as well because Saturn does rule the root and, and Saturn rules the bones. So we want to work with foods that are high in calcium also because that's the cell salt, um, to help to balance the root. So, I mean, there's there's so many things that you can do <laughs> to balance the root. Um, and where do I and find this chart? And, and I would suggest that everybody go to your website. I'm going to put the direct link on the archive, but put chart. it in the chat room. And, well, I know that you have a whole e-course. That yes. All they have to Absolutely. do is sign up on the page. First name and an email, and 
It's free. It's free. It's a gift. Is it free? Or it's a gift. And, um, you know, you can actually find the chart on the site as well. It's actually under my store, the shop. It is a uh, chakra nutritional chart, and it's right there. And you can actually get it digital, or you can, I can you could actually have it printed and sent to you. So it's just you have two options. But the um, chart talks about all of the chakras, what foods to eat, what cell salts. It talks about the stones. It talks about everything you can think of, the vegetables, everything you can think of that's associated with that that chakra um, and basically how to balance it from food um, and vitamins as well. I talk about the vitamins on there. So, I mean, it's it's just it's a great resource, and I haven't seen anything like it. That's why I created it. <laughs> I was looking for some information for my e-course and could find it. So I said, hey, let me create one. That's what we did. But, yeah, there's lots of ways. Sign up for the e-course. It's free. Um the free thing. I mean, there's the ebook that's coming out that I'm working on now. Um, but for a limited time, if you sign up for the e-courses, when they come out, you'll have access to the full, um, the full lesson, the whole seven-page PDF for that for that chakra, and um, and just for a love donation of whatever you want. It can be a dollar. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. You can't beat it. <laughs> You and, can't beat it. And a free e course, a seven week e course. Free. Including yeah. a chakra checkup to see how you're doing and uh, this is just awesome. I, I have to say again that this is just brilliant stuff that I think is too often overlooked. I'm signing up right now. <laughs> okay. There's a testimony. Well, she doesn't sign up for diddly squats. Right she hates now. email. Okay, so you yeah, look forward to it because it's going to be in your email. You're going to get something really soon. As soon as you sign up, you'll get an email to talk about it. But I mean, it's it's an amazing e-course. Uh, I, I you know I put a lot of sweat and tears in it, <laughs> and you know it's it's very beneficial because it is overlooked, just like Rick said. It's something that's very overlooked and people don't pay attention to how you know how profound and how important the chakra system is to your body and it could be it can be used practical in a practical way it's not as you know i guess out there and foo-foo as people think it is it can be really used in a practical way and i mean it's real stuff and um rick um if you guys sign up for the join the list there is an actual um 12 no, 11 page ebook that's just about all the chakras you get. That's a free gift you get. So, I mean, I'm giving information away for free. <laughs> and there's no excuse. I mean, there's no excuse. You should be able to understand this information and be able to utilize it. And it's there for you. It's there for you. If you can type your first name and your email address, you're in. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, the entire cost. <laughs> um, and... Uh, uh, that that's just amazing because it's not just you know folks sometimes have you know well I'll give a gift to the people that are this is for everybody tell all your friends they don't have to have been here to listen just tell people look go here and in fact it's go to uh, Christy Lynn Abram which is C H R I S T Y L Y N N A B R 
A-M. There's no H in there. It's not Abraham. It's any of that. It's Abram, A-B-R-A-M, dot com. And you'll see right up there, e-courses. You just click on that. And first name and email, you're in, like Flynn. You're in there. <laughs> really easy to do. You see, there goes that George timing again, because we get to the, well, where is it? How and do this- I find it? And look at it. It's 724 or... A nine twenty four, whatever time it is, wherever you might be, twenty four after the hour. <clears throat> <laughs> the, so we're getting close. The nutritional chart is really, really cool too. So I highly recommend y'all gotta go check this out because I mean I've been definitely super aggressive lately, like more so than usual. Um, quick to anger. I've been craving potatoes like crazy and strawberries for whatever reason um red i haven't been wanting as much red meat and i'm a huge red meat eater but i've been leaning more towards chicken lately um and so i'm looking at the food chart and i'm like it's like my body's already telling me what i needed to do i just didn't know why uh so this is a really this is really good (laughs) I'm impressed. I gotta say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm glad that you can see how. And you just said the key word. My body was already telling me what to do, and our body just talks to us. It does talk to us, and um, pay attention because it will let you know what you're not supposed to eat. <laughs> it'll let you know what you absolutely are supposed to eat, what you need to increase, and um, it's intuitive. So listen, listen, listen. Pay attention. Because you, you're already, it's half the battle. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it's half the battle. It really is paying attention it, to what your body is telling it to do. And if you don't listen, it will turn up the volume, which eventually involves <laughs> yeah, disease. You don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, it eventually involves disease. And uh, uh, because it, as as celestial and astral and spiritual as you like to be, you got this physical body, and it's part of you. It's you just like your higher self is. So you're caring for your connection with your higher self. Care for this connection with this incredible vehicle. It's Because it really is. It's incredible. It will tell you exactly what it needs, exactly what might be out of balance. And 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 Christy's here to help you learn to open up that conversation, which is so important. Oh, yeah. Awesome show. Thank you so much for coming tonight. You're freaking beautiful timing. Beautiful timing. Of Your brilliance is showing, madam. Your brilliance is showing. <laughs> Be careful. Okay, you know, thank you, guys. You might want to cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean, Gene, I you've been typed show. in the chat room. This is really brilliant stuff, and uh, and it really is. It is. Um, I, Everybody uh, get hooked up at ChristyLynnAbram.com. You can also find her on Facebook. Uh, and, of course, we'll have the archive up uh, Friday or this weekend, and all of the direct links will be there on our website at EverydayConnection.me. And, again, it's Everyday Connection. There's no S because you have lots of connections in your life. The one we're talking about is the connection to yourself, which includes the bod because it's you just like you're just like your pinky fingers, part of your body, 
your body is part of you, and uh, you can't uh, undo that unless you leave here, which I'm not going anywhere soon. I hope. Yeah, I got awesome, to awesome. vacating anytime soon. Just incredible. Thank you for sharing your time and your talent and this these treasures with us. Time, talent, and treasure gifted to us. Absolutely. Anytime, you guys. Anytime you guys need to fill space, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> there you go, folks. I'll keep that in mind. Occasionally we have the odd guest who gets the flu apparently happens yeah apparently it does and um and, and and then somebody just pops in sometimes george george works in mysterious ways wait did i just say that no wait hold he's curious he's curious he's got to have he's got to have people to fill his curiosity like brian o'neill yes who um, is going to be on the show tomorrow night. That's right. <laughs> We're super excited to have him back. We're just shocked. Um. <laughs> We're a little surprised, but, you know, George That's likes good. to do that every once That's in a good. while. If we think we're in charge, uh, he total, Yeah, total communication breakdown. We thought we had somebody else booked in. That person isn't, unfortunately, able to make the show because he, he has to work nights and he's a working dad. An incredible story this young man has, and we're going to get him back on. Um, and then I get an email in my inbox this morning from Brian's people confirming tonight's spot for <laughs> tomorrow night's show. Um, so I said, sure. As if they were always supposed to be there. They, did, they didn't say, could we be on? They just said, we're confirming Brian's appearance for tomorrow. And what? Right, and I, I think originally I did send them that date as a potential at one point, but um, it was never confirmed. So, But it was today, just when we needed it to be. So there you go. So we're yeah. having Brian O'Neill back. Very exciting. We'll have to find out what he's doing with the Dew Foundation lately. And then um, Looking lovely forward to Thursday, me. Who's yeah, lovely Because la- I haven't had the, lady. I haven't had the lovely look- you have. I'm looking forward to chatting with I have. Frequently. Um, you're going to love chatting with her. She's just, she's awesome. Uh, her, I was just her name is Lou Emanuel. Last weekend. Yes, and she's a local author, a radio show host, a poet, um, big sister. We're going <laughs> so to have big fun with Lou because on her show, they follow the native tradition of the talking stick. So whoever has the talking stick may talk, and no one else may talk while they have it. And uh, all you have to do is have been here tonight to know that we don't necessarily follow that. Sometimes we all talk at once. Okay, a lot of times. So it's going to be fun. But it was a lot. Of, it was pl- it was a huge pleasure to be on her show, and I'd love to do it again. Um, she's just such a wonderful energy to be around. I've had the pleasure of meeting this particular lady in person. So. Um, She'll be on the show to talk about her books and her journey and um, her adventures. We'll call them that because she's had a lot of them. So it's a, a, another well. busy week without really being busy. Yeah. Yeah, they just pop up, and then we've got more coming the week after, and we just got people coming. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a spot here that says it's out to somebody, but you watch. George will have that all taken care of by the time we get there. So... 
We don't need to worry about it too much. We just answer emails. George handles Yeah, I'm it. not not in a rush to jump on that one. I'm, uh, I know that the morning I'm supposed to make that particular phone call. I'll wake up and know it's time to make that particular phone call. So um, we'll keep you posted. You guys can't yeah. even see it, I don't think. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've got it hidden from you. Ah. But you can see all of our confirmed guests. Just go to everydayconnection.me. You can click on schedule, and uh, you'll pop up our Google Calendar, just like we see. And uh, well, except for the little hidden surprises, we got to surprise you now and again, like George surprises us. Everyone, absolutely, absolutely. So we hope everybody can join us tomorrow night, and and definitely go see Christy. I just have to say thanks again because this has just been awesome. And. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I'm looking so, forward to my e-course. Yes. And I don't. Yes. Do those. Me too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was. You I was very surprised. Yeah, she does not. She really. She won't sign up for. <laughs> I don't think she signs up. She's not even on the Everyday Connection mailing list. Okay. She doesn't sign up for anything. Um, but you got <laughs> her. So. Good job. Um, so everybody join us uh, tomorrow night with Brian O'Neill for some of his music and news of the Dew Foundation. And until then. To our mother, to each other, and especially to yourselves. Stay connected. Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details so you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.